0: Bush and Richie here with another edition of the uh, Home Time podcast. Uh, during tonight's podcast, or today, this afternoon, whenever you're listening to it in in your your timeline, uh, you'll get the chance to uh, hear the latest update uh, in the Home Time versus Breakfast show uh, card wars uh, that are going on. Thanks to thoughtful.com. As a little aside, uh, the uh, the good people at Thoughtful have sent Bush and I uh, each. Uh, a romantic candle uh, ahead of uh, this weekend's uh, valentine's i guess there's a thank you for the wonderful card that we've designed um bush i have to let you know that uh, during the uh, during the recording of the podcast today uh, my wife has come into the bedroom and told me to light the candle because the room
1: smells of farts oh that's amazing do you know the best thing about that is because obviously you've got the same candle as you it's called a seduction candle and ironically the usage in your house couldn't be any further from that (laughs) (laughs) so
0: in real time we've got a good four and a half hours for that thing to take effect otherwise I'm on the sofa tonight A rather depressing fact that I'm coming to the realisation from this afternoon and I have to share it with you all right now. Bush, I have retired at the age of 43 from the game of golf.
1: Whoa, you had a good run. You had a good run, but it's time and I've got on the air then, I guess, is it? <laughs>
0: Now, I, I, I want to say straight away, this isn't because I'm rubbish at it or anything like that. Here's what's been going on. Um, so, been clearing out uh, the side of the house because uh, going to be a little bit of building work going on on it. And the decision was there. Stuff was either going to go to the shed or it was going to go to the skip that is currently sat on the driveway outside the house. And right at the end of the clear out, there I am looking at my golf clubs. And i got my wife going, what are you doing with them then? What are you doing with them? They're going to take up a lot of room in the shed or they're going in the skip. What do, you doing? Right? got on go Golf clubs and your trolley takes up a lot of space. Um, and I stood there and I turned to Michael Kane and I <laughs> said, I said, that's it. I can't play golf anymore. When I haven't got the time for it in my life. It takes five hours to go around the course. It takes it's up rubbish. space in the shed. <laughs> so the clubs are sat in the skip right now at the age of 43. Depressingly, I've held my hands
1: up. I have retired from the game of golf. Do you know what? I admire this, though. I like, I like the kind of heaven or hell thing with the, you know, you can either go to the shed and stay with you and carry on in this journey in life or straight straighten the skip and there's something cathartic about it as well. I quite like chucking stuff out like that. It's, a good, it's good to know now that you're not... I imagine every time you've gone to get something out of the shed or the side of the house... The golf clubs are there, like anyone who's bought stuff for a hobby and then not done anything with it. They're probably there, going like mocking you or moaning you that you never really used them. So it's just quite nice to know now you could go forwards in life yeah. without that kind of albatross around your neck. Do you know what I mean? If they were in the shed,
0: it would be like having, I'm imagining, it'd be like having sort of like a mistress in there wanting to tempt you back and all that kind of thing. But like, it's gone, they're gone. I've, d- I've deleted the number.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, don't rule that out. I mean, it depends on what kind of shed you've got, do you know what I mean? But we can talk specifics <laughs> later on. <laughs> Bernadette has, uh, uh, says she's
0: um, retired from dating and is embracing oh. spinsterhood. Good for you, Bernadette.
1: Do you want know Fair play to her, though. Do you know what I mean? And this goes back to anything where it, it, something's making you feel bad because it, it, it's kind of... In the back of your head, saying you should be doing this or you should be doing that, like the golf clubs. No, you don't play us anymore. And if you're just sick of the dating scene and everyone you've met is an idiot, then just put some tracky bottoms on and do whatever the hell you like. What have you retired from? Anything you've retired from? Well, yeah, I am. Um, well, I'd like maybe today's a good time to announce it. I have. I did one jogging. I went for one jogging. Hated it. Absolutely <laughs> hated it. Like, even to the point where, like, what do you do? Jogging around in a circle, around the block, or you do, do you go to somewhere and then jog back home again? And I, I, I'm never going to jog again. I just want to make this completely clear right now. I, I'm handing in these, <laughs> the running shoes that I bought for that one jog. It's never going to happen again. The only time I'm going to run at that speed again is if I'm fleeing for my life.
0: <laughs> I, I can't rule out that you've got fleeing ahead of you at some point. I don't know what it's from, but something.
1: Oh, yeah. I'll save I'll save my beans, my running for that, but not for just on, a, on like a cold and wet Tuesday night. It's just can't happen i still see that we like, we had people on the show the other night um, didn't we saying that even in the snow they're doing running still i'm sat here at the spare bedroom of our house i can see onto our road a bloke just jogged past five minutes ago it's like four inches of snow what's he doing it's a death trap <laughs> <laughs> darren what
2: was it for you uh i used to do downhill mountain bike racing uh, about five years ago um, but then we had a little girl, so uh, I couldn't afford to break any arms and legs and be out to work so I had to retire.
1: <laughs> wow, well, and so was this your decision, or did your other half sit you down and say, I'm afraid, Darren, it's time um, to knock this on the, the head? It
2: was a bit of, bit of both. Uh, I thought I'd ride in my bike less and less, obviously, because of family time, so uh, my extensive bike just kept sitting there, so I decided to quit and get rid of
0: it. Imagine one day, Darren, all right, you're, uh, you're at home alone, uh, and, and people are just, you know, they've gone for a few hours. Uh, and then suddenly you just look out the door and there, on the driveway, downhill mountain bike. What do you do?
2: To get on it and go for a little ride and uh, have a little taste <laughs> of what I'm missing, probably.
1: Yeah, we you know, like they've got uh, centre parks, right? They should have like dad parks, which is like like centre parks, but like loads of dads just staying in in lodges and chalets and stuff like that as well. And then all the grounds are just dads for the weekend, being able to do all the hobbies that they've had to close down because of kids or no space or anything like that. Do you know, imagine your little face going down a hill on your mountain bike. Someone else is flying a little remote control plane that they have built, but they're not allowed to use anymore. It's been uh, you know relegated to the garage. Would you sign up for for dad parks, Darren? Oh, def- oh, definitely! It'd be like the uh, Disneyland for adults, wouldn't it? But that's
0: yes. <laughs> I would be there, and I would be hacking away in a bush somewhere.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Look, that you've been you've been banned way. from yeah. actual centre parks for that one. To be honest,ly. <laughs> 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 Cheers, Darren. Have a good one. Bye. Uh, Sarah says roller booting. I tried with my then small child in the pushchair. I went flying round a corner, forgot there were no brakes. I tipped him over. Thought I'd broken my wrist. Went to A and E. Seven hours later, sprain confirmed, and I've given the skates to my niece. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I can understand the logic behind the decision. Lynn, what is it that you've retired from?
3: Um, yeah, I was uh, uh, doing gigs in the working men's club.
1: Oh, wow. What kind of thing were you doing? What kind of stuff were you uh, were you singing or, or uh, doing jokes or what?
3: Yeah, I, well, I was doing 60s to 90s music, basically, very run-of-the-mill
0: stuff. What made you pack it in, Lynn?
3: Well, at my age, you're sort of hauling around powered speakers and equipment till all hours of the night and travelling across the country and you know i thought oh you know what i'm getting too old to all of this and i can't afford a roadie so
1: <laughs> i tell you what though what an amazing experience because i mean I, I worked in a few clubs and stuff uh like you know, uh, pontins and everything down in devon but before uh i moved up like to london and you see some amazing characters you mu- you must have seen some amazing sights straight out of phoenix phoenix nights with what you've done in your career
3: Oh, I certainly have, yes. I've met some characters, yeah. But it's also been very rewarding as well.
0: I bet it has. Well, look, you've got some fond memories of it. If you were to have one more time stood up in front of a microphone, what is the one track that you're singing? you got one track for one last time.
3: Um. Oh, gosh. Um. Oh, I would have did a Tina Turner song, I think. Probably River Deep Mountain High, something like that.
1: Oh, yes. Fantastic, oh. superb. Well, never say never. You never know. You might yeah, feel yeah. differently when you when you come out the other side of this lockdown.
3: Oh, I might do, yeah. I mean, I can never give up music. I mean, it's in my my in my blood, really. I mean, but um, you know, you get you think, well, I'm getting a bit old in the teeth for this now, you know. <laughs> Mind you, I mean, it didn't stop Mick Jagger, did it? <laughs>
1: always love it when you guys email us, and we do appreciate it. Wouldn't want to do this show if it wasn't for the stuff we get from you guys, because we love it. Uh, Brilliant email in overnight. It's really got us thinking from a listener called Neil. Uh, Listen to this. We wanted to read it to you today. He says, Good afternoon, Mr. Bush and Mr. Ritchie. Very formal start. He says, I was just thinking what yourselves and your loyal Absolute Radio listeners have missed hearing during lockdown. It may sound like a strange question, but just up the road from my house uh, here, there is a cricket club and a skate park. So I miss hearing the crack of the cricket bat as it hits the ball and the cheering and the clapping from the spectators. And I've also missed the sound of skateboard wheels clattering against the concrete as kids do their tricks. What have you guys missed hearing during lockdown? What a fantastic question. It's a great question. Got us thinking last night. Immediately for me,
0: Bush, um, just down the road from us, um, is one of those hand car wash places, um, and if the wind's blowing in the right direction, um, then if you're out out and about, I don't know, hanging washing out or out in the back garden playing with the kids, that kind of stuff, uh, you would be able to hear in the distance this 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 hum of like the pressure washers and uh, you know them, them shouting over there, mate. You know all that kind. Of... I, I miss that. I miss that busyness. I miss actually. I miss the smell as well, but that's a different subject.
1: But yeah, I miss the sound of a hand car wash. Who'd have thought? I like. I like uh, sounds where it's dependent on wind direction as well. Because I remember we used to live uh, not that far away from Ashton Gate, Bristol City Stadium in Bristol. And on certain match days, given wind direction, you could hear the crowd. Other times you couldn't. Uh, For me, I really, really miss the sound of planes coming into land at Southend Airport. Like We're not under the flight path, but over to the left, you'll see them coming into land and doing their final approach before you know, bonking down and that's the end of it and people can go their merry way and have their holiday or whatever. And our little girl, Thea, always points out plane, plane and all that kind of stuff. And we don't see them anymore at the moment because obviously business going in and out of South End Airport, I think it's probably like a couple of flights a day, that's it. So I really miss the... I never thought I'd say this, someone who's not a massive fan of flying, I miss the planes. <laughs> John has gone straight to
0: my heart, is cutting grass, love that sound anyway, love the smell of the freshly cut grass, he, but he says, I'm a green keeper, no one's going to golf courses at the moment, you can't play golf, so he, he's missing doing that, it's, it's his job as well, but John,
1: really with you on that one. Well, what about this, right now, via the powers of technology for poor John, because I feel bad for him as well, and you know, he's only trying to make greens and grass brilliant for someone else, Maybe our producer, Adem, can drop in, just for John, just a couple of seconds of a lawnmower sound to make him feel all gooey and nostalgic. Uh, John, mate, this is for you.
0: The, the barman dropping a tray of glasses, uh, says Mark, uh, prompting everyone to let out a mighty cheer in the pub. Just any pub sound, but yeah, that's, that specifically uh, would, uh, would be a good one. Helen, what are you missing? What do you do?
4: I'm a university lecturer and I miss the sound of my students walking into the building and going towards the classroom and hearing the excitement in their voices.
1: Oh, bless you. It must be so bizarre doing the whole teaching thing. And, and I'm, I imagine is. one of the most I... amazing bits about being a lecturer is st- being stood there in an auditorium and having everybody's attention and everything. What have you been doing? Been doing it via Zoom video chat conference yeah, call? Yeah, well, How's I, it
4: been teach working? <laughs> I teach stage management. I teach stage management. so trying to teach theatre over Zoom, but we just started our Zoom rehearsals for our spring season. So we've got uh, six productions in rehearsal online at the minute. Whoa
0: wow i i can't <laughs> even imagine how how that works and and like there's there's not even like a, a a trade-off it's not as if like you can get them all on zoom and uh put put your connection on but like mute your mic and mute your video so that you get that hubbub of them chatting for 15 seconds before you get in it, it's not the same
4: no it's not the same at all so yeah i've got th- three screens on the go currently one with Bride of Frankenstein rehearsals on the go. And <laughs> one with another rehearsal, and then one with all my emails and my lecture notes. Wow. And do
1: you miss the bell? Is, is, there, is there? you have the bell for uh break oh, we, we
4: don't have a bell at the university. What I do, I miss more than anything, is the sound of our scenic designer rounding out screws. And I know that's something really stupid, but just, it drives me insane when I hear that sound because I know it's me that's going to have to go and fix it or take something apart. But I, I just miss those people, and that's one of the sounds I associate with our scenic designer. So it's a crazy thing, but I really miss it.
0: Well, as with all the sounds that people are saying that they're missing,
1: let's hope that you're going to hear those screws again soon. <laughs> Thank you very much. I don't think that's a sentence Richie has ever previously had to say on a radio show before. But I'm glad I was there <laughs> to witness it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Thank you. Great text has come in. We've got to try and call this bloke back, uh, Bush uh, Mark in uh, Tamworth. Let's see if we can uh, see if we can get hold of him because uh, he, he's got a great story about what he misses. Make me a winner. <laughs> oh, Mark! Oh, oh. Uh, it, it, it is Bush and Richie, uh, but but we're not we're not calling about that. But you you oh, are no, right. you are you are spot on. That, that that's what you should do. Oh, <laughs> that's how you are. Talk about
1: wind up, yeah. We we wanted to get in touch with you, Mark, for being best of practice, and and your best of practice there. Stand at the front of the class, show everyone what you're doing. That's it. That's the way to answer the phone. Uh, <laughs>
0: right, okay. I'm glad I've shown the way. You are match fit, Mark. We can declare we can declare you. Make me a winner, match fit. Uh, we oh, right, we want to okay. find out what the sound is that you're missing, Mark, during lockdown. Oh,
2: right. Yeah, it's um. Yeah, because where we live, we're just over the like uh, at the back of a field that backs onto the Drayton Manor theme park here in Talmud. I don't know if you've ever heard of it. But, uh-huh. um, you know, usually through the summer we can hear all the sounds of the, you know, people laughing and, and you know, just the general sort of hubbub of the, of the park. And, and uh, as I said, I put in my text here that you, that sort of sound, that clattering sound when you're hearing the roller coaster going up the hill, and then that sort of cut the seconds of silence before you hear a whoosh and all the screams. It just it never gets old. It's just like you know, it's just a nice sound to hear people just having fun. So
1: yeah, it's weird, isn't it? There must be so many things that uh, people live near and take for granted because it's just their kind of you know background noise of where they live and where they're at. Uh, that this having it deprived from them for you know nearly a year now. Did you feel, from your perspective, that you'll never take that sound for granted ever again?
2: Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it's one of those things that. Well, again, it depends on which way the wind's blowing. But, yeah, when we're out in the garden, especially in the summer, it's one of those sounds that's always there. And you sort of, you don't, stand sanded up, but you don't notice it was there until it's gone, if you know what I mean. And it's, yeah. So, yeah, it's it's something that you do, that definitely won't take for granted when, when things eventually go back to normal, whenever that'll be.
0: Hopefully you're hearing screams at the end of your garden by summertime.
1: Well, for all the right reasons, hopefully, yeah. I was, yeah, another Obviously. another sentence that Richie never thought he would be saying on a radio show. I'm going to get these put on the list. <laughs> So let's talk about card wars, shall we? Then, folks, it's us versus the Dave Berry Breakfast Show in a race, in a battle, in a war to come up with the best Valentine's Day card uh, with the lovely people at Thoughtful.com. They've created our cards. We've made Roy Pak Choi, our character from our Christmas advert, into a card. Uh, Dave's put his face on the front of something, and you can cut his mouth out and put your tongue through it. That's, that's Dave Berry's card in a nutshell. Uh, we're going head to head for the public vote, which is where you guys come in. You'll be able to vote for the winner right now on our website, Absolute Radio co.uk/win. you would be in with a chance of winning two thousand pounds, a bouquet of flowers as well, and the signed card from the winning team To get involved,
0: Bush and I both got our uh, our finest pens ready to sign that card because, uh, of course, uh-huh. you'll vote our way. Of course you will. Of course uh-huh. you will. Uh, but look, it's a real shame. It's a real shame. You know, to to, to see our our friends earlier in the day the, the way they obviously feel threatened by Roy Pak Choi and some of the nasty things uh, they have uh, said about uh, the home time card about Roy himself and uh, the way they're behaving about it Um, it's only fair in situations like this to have a right to reply Uh, we give you a voice on this show and in the next five minutes it's time to give a Pak Choi a voice on this show let's speak to uh, to to Roy right now Uh, can you hear us Roy how are you
5: all right, Bush. All right, Richie. Yeah, Roy here. How's it going? Uh, good. Thanks for having me on. R- really appreciate it.
0: Sorry, Bush. It's your question now. Oh, is it? I think it's. I, I'm really sorry about this, Roy. I think we've lost. We we we've lost Bush. His his line has dropped out. We're, we'll have to um, we'll have to continue continue with just me if that's all right.
5: you mean the good looking one with glasses is gone? I don't worry about it. I'll just chat to you, Richie. <laughs>
0: OK. Um, how, how do you How do you feel? You must feel so chuffed about being on the front of our card.
5: I'm over the moon, mate, to be honest with you, because I'll be honest, uh, going back going back a bit, I never thought getting into the acting game. I thought I'd just be mainly catering, that kind of thing. Always wanted to be a star. And uh, I'm, I used to work with a couple of shiitake mushrooms in Enfield, and I always said to them, you mark my words, mate, I'll be on the front cover of either a magazine or a card by the end of 2021, and it's finally happening, I'm chuffed.
0: And you must feel ever so grateful towards Bush and Ritchie for for giving you that chance.
5: Oh, they're fantastic. They um, they are dream weavers, is what I call them. They plucked me, just excuse the pun, a pak joy, run of the mill pak joy from a veg section of a of a supermarket, and put me on the the front of a card. I mean, I, I was it's absolutely marvellous.
0: Roy, I I hate to bring this up, but how did you feel when Dave Berry and the Breakfast Show on Absolute Radio? basically want you dead
5: well i, I don't want to you know get into it here on the show so it's, it's a family show richie and i appreciate you having me on but if i ever come face to face with Barry or that little that mug or whatever what's his name the mug with the glasses he supports notch forest if i ever come face to face with, i'll knock him clean out because some of the stuff they've said on air has been it's been tantamount to starting awards. you know what i mean dyson and berry if you want to get sucked in mate i'll suck you in so far I will be blown out the other side do you understand me <laughs>
0: I, I I never knew a pack toy would have this this level of aggression. Um what what do you what do you think about their their actual card that they've de- designed with thoughtful.com?
5: Well, I mean poking your body part through a hole that has been previously made somewhere else. Let's just leave that to uh service station toilets, shall you know
0: I? Mean? <laughs> and uh, I mean we'll have to let you go and we we'll also need to try and find bush somewhere, but what would you what would you like to say to the the voting audience as they decide which is the best of the two cards?
5: I'd say make the right decision. Get online now. Go to the Absolute Radio's website and vote. Don't let those mugs at breakfast win.
0: Uh, Roy, it's been a pleasure to have some of your precious time. Bush is going to be gutted that his line has uh, has, has dropped out whilst we had you on. But uh, thank you very much.
5: All right, cheers, Richie. Yeah, cheers, mate. Thanks a lot. Vote, vote for Absolute Radio. Home time. Go, go.
0: Roy Packjoy on uh, Absolute Radio's Home Time show. This is uh, oh, Bush I have missed and Richie. One. Have I You're missed back? him? Oh, my is line he, dropped he, out. Yes, he's. Man, it went at the worst time. Seriously, he was amazing, Um, gutted, but he's furious. I
1: I could hear a little bit of it. I'm going to call you Richie Bashir from now on. That is the interview they're all going to be talking about. Thank you. I can't believe
0: that anybody is going to fall for this. Uh, fishermen are renaming two of their biggest uh, exports uh, in a bid to get us Brits uh, buying different fish because uh, they're struggling. So um, there's two types of fish uh, that get caught off the, uh, the Cornish coast and uh, they used to get uh, flogged off to uh, Europe, really like them over there. Uh, now that's harder for them to do uh, but us Brits don't really buy them because uh we hear the name and we're thinking nah no thanks so uh a a fish called the spider crab they don't sell very well with the brits because we don't really like the sign of them them. you ever bought a a spider crab bush for your your fish and chips
1: do you know i've seen them obviously growing up in brixham in devon i've seen them before they look like something that might invade from mars it's a weird looking thing (laughs) that Spider crab. (laughs) Well,
0: uh, they are being renamed the spider crab from this point on is being called the Cornish King Crab. Oh, very fancy. Exactly. Your me, grim soul is now just being called Cornish soul. I think I would, I might fall for that one. I think I'd be like, oh yeah, I like a bit of Cornish soul. i would have some of that. It's a great idea though, isn't it? S-s-s- food that you really don't like, food that you're like, oh no, no thanks. Give it a new name, might be a bit more tasty. So like Brussels sprouts might go a little bit better at Christmas if they were given something like, I don't know, unicorn poo.
1: Yeah, that's good. I'd get people involved in eating it, that's for sure. I remember my mum uh, telling me and my brother that some beef uh, uh, casserole we didn't want to eat was dinosaur, to be specific, pterodactyl. Uh, <laughs> and we both wolfed it down, like, wow, this is amazing, dinosaur. This, By the way, this is when we were kids, not a couple of years ago. But uh, yeah, it's amazing what perception does in terms of purchasing and consuming power. Um, I'd like to rebrand something conversely that I actually really like and I would like more people to get into eating it because I think it's brilliant and it doesn't get the credit it deserves. It gets bad press. And that's um, tinned corned beef. Do you like tinned corned beef? (laughs) It's not right up there for me, no. The, the thing is, right, there's a brilliant escape room game involved in eating corned beef, because particularly if you get the tins with the little key. So there's like, you know, there's a fun element, a dexterity element of getting the uh, tin open to eat it. And, it's, and it tastes brilliant, whether you have it on a sandwich, a bit of white bread and, and butter and a bit of tomato ketchup, or have it in a corned beef hash. I think tin corned beef needs a rebrand. So by turning it into a game, you're thinking it'll become more popular. Yeah, Let, let's let's give it a game type element and people will think that, you know, maybe get some friends around them. try and get the tin of corned beef open together, then have a dinner party, see what happens. Daryl says it might be more popular if the
0: show was called Home Time with Bush. Uh, Daryl, it's not oh. just him that can spark people out, all right, okay, uh, <laughs> y- you're on a list. <laughs> go on, go on, Richie, go on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's, he's got Yay. guns. Uh, Mark says, I would rebrand the humble selfie stick. Because if you think about it, it does sound like the sort of the thing that gets advertised on speciality websites, if you know what I mean. I think we know what you mean, Mark. Uh, Ian says, uh, <laughs> Capri's chocolate prunes. Uh, I, I think just by wrapping chocolate around the prunes isn't necessarily a rebrand, it's a completely different product, Ian.
1: And you're know already getting uh, um, ideas in for rebranding corned beef. Someone says, Finger Stitches Jeopardy Meat. That's not good. <laughs> And someone else (laughs) says, what about Square Cow Delight? I'm not buying a thing called Square Cow Delight. Thanks very much. (laughs) There you go. Another show in the bag. Let's just check back in with Richie to see whether the candle has done the trick and you've got like a nice aroma there now rather than the locker room smell of you working in your bedroom.
0: You can never really smell yourself, can you?
1: I leave you all with that thought. Have a great sleep. You've been listening to the Home Time show on Absolute Radio. When you go home, you've been listening to the Home Time show. The, the last, last bit of the night we no guarantee, guarantee. Soon, soon may your tea will come. You, you can, can watch TV in your tracky bottoms. Until then, we'll play you songs so and maybe, maybe send you a tea towel. towel. The home time show is about the Essex Loop, the bird invasion, and I hate for Bing. In the home time show, we speak of pundit shoes and, and a lass called Leona. Leona. Soon, May, your, your tea will come. come. You can, can watch TV in your tracky bottoms. Until, Until then, we'll play we'll you songs and maybe send you a tea towel. towel.